Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Now live from Dick's Wings on the north side, Compton and Company. Brought to you by Williams and Rowe and Barber and Associates on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Compton & Company, coming from Dick's Wings of the North Side on this, on this Tuesday night edition. Talking sports, season seven, all the way up, Chuck and Matt LeVay, until 9 o'clock. Uh, boy, uh, a lot going on, obviously, in the world of sports. Uh, and uh, we've got poll questions that we will certainly run through. Uh, a huge, huge game. Uh, this weekend, obviously, uh, Saturday night's been flexed into prime time, 8-15. Uh, Jags host the Tennessee Titans, and the game's sold out already. Uh, there's the only tickets that are left. There's a, there are guys riding around on bicycles. Standing, standing yeah, the yeah, guys riding around on bicycles. Those are the, those tickets. Yeah, the guy that has a sign that says, I need tickets. I want tickets. I had tickets, and I need tickets. Yeah. Like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. That makes no yeah. sense. They got it right there. That's correct. Look in your hand. That's correct. <laughs> I need tickets. Uh, uh, but uh, standing room only tickets are being sold for 100 bucks a pop. Where's standing room over there? Uh, I know where it is at Jerry World, yeah. but where is it, uh, you know, where is it at the stadium? I don't really know. And there's some club seats on the visitor side. And there's some singles up in the up in the four hundreds. That's all. I mean it's uh Are you going? Well I was and I still might. Um but but uh yeah, I'm I'm a little disappointed with my boss. Uh he was uh he he waited a little too long to pull the trigger on a cabana for this weekend or we would have had a cabana for uh for Saturday night. Well when they were three and seven or whatever they were, you'd have been fine. Yeah, you got it for half price. That that is correct. That is correct. Uh, good news though, Chuck uh, and Matt. I'm not sure if you've seen this. Just broke about ten minutes ago. Um, you know, Demar Hamlin obviously uh, is the story, right? I mean, uh, look, uh, I was watching the game last night live. Like I'm, I'm sure you know many listening right now um, were as well, and. Uh, you know, seeing uh, DeMar Hamlin and uh, hit or gets hit, you could say, uh, by T. Higgins. And uh, as he gets up, he collapses and, you know, uh, had, had a heart issue, whether it was something pre-existing or something that happened last night. And most people seem to think, you know, I'm not sure, you know, uh, even a lot of cardiologists and other medical professionals uh, talk about uh, certain things. And, uh, you know, one is, um, you know, getting hit with force uh, at, a certain, at a certain stage. Like they said, a millisecond, your, your heart could stop. And, and then when they say that happens, it's typically a three- or four-second reaction for when it does, and then it affects you, which if that were the case, that would the timeline, right? Would would be correct, you know, is, is because the hit happens, they unpile, he gets up, 
you know, and then of course any collapses. Uh, and boy, what a what a tragic tragic scene, you know. When when you've got your when you got a bunch of you know you know young dudes out there, and and it's one thing to see a guy that 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 lands on his head and you know uh, or tears an ACL. Uh, those are all bad. Uh, but when you see a guy out being administered CPR, uh, that's that's a totally different deal altogether, man. A totally different deal altogether. Um, it's it's uh, surreal, I guess. Is really the only word that, that that I would I would use, um, Chuck and and Matt. And um, you know, the first thought I'm sure, like, oh my gosh, you know, that's my that's my brother out there. That's that's my guy that I, I you know, I fight side to side with all the time and. Or the guy on the opposite side of the football, you know, we're, but you know, we're, you know, we're a community, we're a family, we're the National Football League. But then the next thought has to be, that could be me. That could have just as easily been me. You know, then you think about his family that, that, that's in the stands that witnessed that, right? And at least they were there. At least they were there, and his mom wasn't like, you know, a thousand miles away, thinking, man, how can I get to my baby? You know, because whether it, look, it doesn't matter how old your kids are. I, I've got a 29-year-old. I've got a 22-year-old. I've got twins that are 17. They're still my little kids to me. I still think of them. I mean, I still remember the day I held them for the first time when they were born. I still think of them as my babies. They are. They always will be. Um, but the good news, um, 17 minutes ago, um, Josh Reed, uh, I'm not sure who Josh Reed is, but uh, says he spoke with Demar Hamlin's uncle. Demar was originally at 100% on 100% oxygen, now down to 50%. So that, that's that's a big step. That's a big step. So now you know only needing 50% oxygen to, conti- to continue to to go. You know because uh, he was intubated intubated you know last night of course. Um, but uh, so he, you know, it's 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 encouraging, right? It, it, it appears things are trending in the right direction. Um, you know, then you look at man, you know, try to find the positives out of this thing, right? I mean, look, uh, how many people listening right now? How many people watching Sports Center? Uh, you know, watching you know Fox Sports or whatever they're watching. I mean, how many people until that happened last night knew the name DeMar Hamlin? Had you ever heard of DeMar Hamlin, Chuck? I know Denny Hamlin. That's about it. Matt LeVay. No, I can't lie. I didn't know who he was until last night. So he's he's a young guy uh, due due to injuries. Is now now playing a prominent role um, with the Buffalo Bills, right? Uh, But... uh, a six-round draft pick, second-year player, yeah, like you said, Chuck, out of the University of Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, he, he started a toy drive with a goal of 20, uh, you know, with a goal of $2,500. All, with all this outpouring of support, the 170 or 80,000 people that have, that have donated thus far, I think that, that was the number that I heard, I heard. And I'm sure it's more now, has now blown past, I think, $5 million. So, so think about the number of lives that 
you know, he will touch and has no idea. And hopefully he will have an idea, you know, you know, prayers out there, man. Prayers went up. I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning, man. I couldn't go to sleep. I was I was glued to the television. Then I, I finally dozed off. I woke up at 5 o'clock, you know, as I typically do every morning. First thing I did was check my phone just to see. And I don't typically do that. But I did just to see if there was any any breaking news. Um, but it humanized, you know, not not that we didn't know these players are human, right? But it, it sort of really seeing that, you know, humanized that, right? Um, now uh, they they stopped the game last night, rightfully so. Uh, there was no reason to continue playing la- that game last night. Uh, they did the right thing. Uh, now you've you've heard that. Uh, you know, the game will not be played this week. Uh, but, you know, to me, man, uh, you know what? And, again, I'm I'm as compassionate of a person as there is, you know, father of four, and and, and, and I'm sometimes probably a little oversensitive about things, you know. I'm a caring person. Uh, but what I'll say is this, um, the game should be played, right? It, it should not have been played last night. And I, I see tonight, you know, another day, another, you know, but, and, and I would have played tomorrow. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen uh, because it's, it's already been made clear, hey, the Week 18 games are going on and scheduled, but uh, this game, there's no plans to play that, that game this week. Well, uh, then what I would do, because, again, there's a lot, again, it's the big picture None of that matters. What matters is, is people's lives, right? Whether whether it's your life, Chuck, if it's mine, you know, if it's you know Demar Hamlin's, if it's Matt Levage, right? I mean, every you know, we we all of our lives matter, right? Um, sure, there's some grieving that's going on, and 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 people that are upset, I, I get that. Um, but there's a lot of things like this that go on in life, right? I mean, look, I mean, uh, I mean, I work with United Riddles. I've been doing it for 32 years. There's been countless number of unfortunate accidents that have caused that have cost people their lives. Um, but uh, you may stop production that day, but then you do continue, right? You you do continue. Um, um, so, and. It's sort of this is the same thing, man. I mean, in my it is. It's it, it, you. You hope like and it, to me, the ideal thing would be you play all the games this week, then next week you play that game next Sunday, a week from Sunday, a standalone game because there are playoff ramifications, right? There are. I mean, look, it, you, it, it, would it be fair for, to not play the game and if Kansas City wins, just to hand them the number one overall seed when Buffalo beat them head to head? I think Cincinnati's going to beat Buffalo if, if they were to resume and, and they were to play. They were they were early on. They were, you know, the better team early. But, again, it was very early. They were up 7-3 when this happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, uh, I, I – and then they can push the, the playoffs back. Because you don't want to push this – look, you've got games this week. Again, you play them. Next week, because people have tickets and they made plans or, I mean, whether people have – uh, flying into games, or whatever the case may be, right? Um, but next week, wild card weekend, you know what? Play that game, a standalone game, and then push everything back a week, take away the week between the championship games and the Super Bowl, and by then, you know what? 
uh, hopefully, you know, well, I would think by then that DeMar Hamlin, his situation, uh, we will have a very good idea as to how it's going to play out and hopefully and prayfully and that it will be where, man, he's not just needing 50% oxygen. He's breathing on his own, man, and he's on his way to recovery, and, and he's going to be okay. Right, but if, but if it were to go in the other direction, you know, God forbid that. Uh, but it would also there would be time for those two teams to, to to grieve and to mourn, and then they'd play, you know, ten days later. But my original point, whether if they were they were to would have played that game tomorrow or Sunday, this upcoming Sunday or Monday or whatever, you know what, man. Um, Oh, and we'll not we'll not play that game Sunday. Whether they play that game Wednesday tomorrow, or they or they don't play it at all, and they play their following game Sunday, are the players really or their minds and hearts going to be in different places? Probably not. They would feel the same tomorrow as they would Sunday, whether they they played one another or play their next opponent on the schedule. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and I don't. It, that's that's a lot of. I don't even say it isn't. I think that's a lot of moving. Moving back a week, that's a lot of stuff you got to change around. But what do you I, do? I know the NFL. What do you – I think there's a better chance you just say, all right, no contest, uh, go by percentages, Kansas City's got it, and instead of making every – move everything back a week. And, and taking out taking out that bye week, the week between the championship, conference championship game and the Super Bowl, I think it's a big deal. There's been now, years – there's been Super Bowls in the past with, with no bye there week. There has, but but that was built in. The only time it wasn't built in was uh, 2001, obviously, with 9-11, where they had to – and they made those changes way ahead of time. Yeah. So, Matt, what do you – you be the tiebreaker. I say it's foolish to move everything back a week. You just either have to – it's hard to play. If you're not playing this week, it's hard to play the game. I think you probably just got to go with percentages and uh, keep the playoffs as scheduled. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I know I, personally, like, it'd be nice if they obviously could just find some sort of way. It, it honestly brings me back to the COVID year where we just had to shift things around a lot. and They just yes. figured it out. They made, you know, they found a way to just figure things out then. Uh, and it makes you wonder if there's just some way they could still figure it out because that game is so important just to automatically, you know, basically hand over a week one bye to the Chiefs is significant. I think especially for, you know, a team like Buffalo and Cincinnati who, you know, they've had to go up there every year and try to prove themselves there. And, uh, and you know, especially Buffalo, they've worked hard for this all year to get to this point and to have the playoffs run through them instead yeah. of Kansas City in years past. So, well, and, and you, know, you know what? It, it, KC number one right now or is Buffalo number one? Number one, as, a, as, a, as it stands right now, who's the number one seed? Because Buffalo didn't play, didn't win yesterday, technically KC, but if Buffalo would have won, they would hold the number they, one spot. Yeah, they'd hold the tiebreaker. Buffalo would, would be the number one overall seed. Uh, because right I thought now. going into the weekend, Buffalo was the number one seed. Exactly. Well, they were. Yeah, they were. So, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. So. Uh, and that's why, you know, look, again, it's not being insensitive, man. I mean, look, it's, it, it's uh, again, it's tragedy happens every day in, in every walk of life. And, and, Life continues to go on, and and you know these, these are these guys' jobs. It's, it's their profession, and and you, you know what, you move on. I mean, you mentioned nine eleven, right? We look, uh, things were suspended, uh, football was suspended for a week, rightfully so, and, and you know sports was suspended for for a bit, but we moved on, you know, and 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 uh, so the the games will 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 move on again. Uh, and we look, and also we talk about think about how many times guys has someone's uh, relative 
a mother, a father, a brother or a sister has passed away on a Friday, the player goes out and says, you know what, my mom would have wanted me to play, my dad would have wanted me to play, and they play. And, and those are people that they are related to, right? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just – so to me, look, you, you, you know what, you, you play, man. You play and, and you, with a heavy heart, and you go out. You know, you whether it's you you put the decal stickers on, or it's just it's in your heart, and you get out there and you and you play for your dude, man. You go play for him, and and again, the, what we just said a few moments ago, uh, things are looking somewhat encouraging. He was at 100% oxygen. Now he's down to 50%. That, that's a big deal. So hopefully, uh, you know, as tomorrow, maybe he's down. You know, even more because I think the number ultimately you want to be at what ninety three or ninety four percent. I think oxygen. Yeah, oxygen. Yeah, where you want to have that on, on your own, then that's considered okay. Hey, you're you're great. I think that's the number. I will break here, but let me throw the poll questions out there. There are these uh, Jags Titans prime time on Saturday night. Would you rather be Saturday or would you prefer to be Sunday night? And the other. If you had one game to go in tomorrow, whether it's the AFC NFC Championship game or this Super Bowl, and you could have one of these four, I'm leaving again, like like last week, I'm leaving Patrick Mahomes out because I think every he'd, he'd be the runaway winner, um, and I'm leaving Trevor Lawrence out because he hasn't done it yet, and he might, you know, from a bias standpoint, people may roll with him because he's the local guy. You had to go win a playoff game tomorrow. Burrow, Allen, Brady, or Rodgers? So those are the two poll questions. We are Dick Swings in the north side up until 9 o'clock. We'll come back. Take your phone calls at 641 Get us a text line at 641 as well. Back more for this from Dick Swings in the north side. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton Company, company from Dick's Wings for the north side. Chuck Elliott, Matt LaVey, yours truly, Ron Compton. Glad to have you along with us. And we are talking sports all the way up until 9 o'clock on this Tuesday night edition as Gator basketball. Uh, they play the Texas A&M Aggies uh, tomorrow night that you can hear on 1010XL on 92.5 FM. Um, Whole question to get out there are these Jaguars uh, have a primetime game and flexed into Saturday night. It's, they, you look, they should have been given a Sunday game, right? It, it's, um, look, it's, the, they, the game is far more meaningful than, look, I get it. It's, it's, about, it's about, yeah, hold on. Yes, it's, it's about, about ratings. ratings. I get it. I get it. But if it's all about, you know, the the importance of football games, which supposedly that's what the flex they say, wink, wink, nod, nod, is what the flex is all about. Yeah, okay. That game is for the division. The, and look, the the Packers Lions game may be deemed irrelevant come Sunday night, based on early uh, day action, right? So um, anyway, so well now it now is, I thought I may be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought if Seattle wins, that would knock Detroit out. But the Green Bay will have the possibility to make the play. Will be in the playoffs if they win, right? So the game wouldn't be totally. It'd be irrelevant for Detroit. 
Okay, maybe, maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because they were thinking, okay, what if, uh, you know, what if Seattle wins? Then you have a team that has planned for nothing. Of course, many times through the years, we've seen teams that have nothing to play for. Upset, upset team has everything to play for. Well, last year, last year, Jacksonville, Jacksonville the Indianapolis. That's right. Okay, so the poll questions out there are these: uh, Are you? Would you rather have the primetime game on Saturday, or would you rather be played? Sunday night, with everything I just said, I'd rather be Saturday. Cause, if you're going, you'd rather be Saturday. Yeah, or for that matter, have a nice house party. You know, be party late into the night, so you don't have to worry about getting up and work the next morning. Can I raise my hand again? Sure. So you said, that's good for Saturday house party. Well, so you support my argument about Super Bowl being on Saturday. So. Well, it's still called party. Super Bowl Sunday, but I would be okay if the Super Bowl But you know on what Saturday. they're going to do? They're going to stretch it out to where it's on a Sunday for President's Day when a lot of people have the day off anyway. So when they go to 18 games, they're going to stretch it out one more week. So that, yeah. That'll take care of it for a lot of people. And you know what might happen when they go to 18 games? You may have two bye weeks. Yeah, they used to have two bye weeks. I know they did. I did. They did. They used to have two bye weeks. Um, and I would be in favor of that. All right, so the one poll question, like I said, is Saturday, Sunday, which is your preference? The other is this. Um, if you had one game to go win tomorrow in the postseason, who would you, ta- who would you take? Uh, Brady, Rodgers, Burrow, or uh, Josh Allen. That's the other. And here's something else, man. And I, I'm probably going to be – it will probably be an unpopular opinion uh, for a lot of people listening. And I'm going to preface this by saying I can't stand Skip Bayless. I think he's a blowhard. Dallas guy. Yeah, he, whatever. But, you know, he's the he's, – remember, he's the one, the first guy that the that rumor, he's the one that said Troy Aikman was gay. He was the guy that started that. Did you know that? You didn't yeah. know that, did Oh, you? yeah, I did know that. Okay. Yeah. So – so uh, yeah, so he he was that guy. So he's whereas he's a Dallas guy, he's hated by most people. And again, he's a, he's a blowhard. That's just what he is. But the tweet that he sent out last night, which read, "No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular se- regular season outcome, which suddenly." seems so irrelevant. All right, so because people hate him so much, and I don't like him either. Hate's the strong word. I don't like him either. I dislike him. Um, they read the no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the, the rest of the game, but how? They stop. Or, or, or they may go on and read, okay, this late in the season, the game of this magnitude, it's crucial to the regular season outcome. Then they definitely stop. Because he's kicking so much flack and so much grief over this. But the last sentence is, or the last part, the last part of the sentence, he says what suddenly seems so irrelevant. So what he said is, you know, this game is, you know, a big deal. But now does it matter at all? What matters is, is the health of DeMar Hamlin. That's what matters. That's what he was saying. And, and that's, that's what's bad about when you text people, you send emails, um, because you don't really know a person's feelings behind something, right? When you talk to someone, whether it's on the phone or really for talking in person, you truly have an idea of the meaning behind 
the context of what someone What did his last sentence saying. of his tweet say? The last sentence of his tweet okay, I read was, it, but I, I – Okay, I'll read it again okay. for you. Okay. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, now which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Okay, so before I read the tweet last night, I heard that Bayless was just getting was said something stupid, getting ripped apart. So after I read that, I'm like, do people not have reading comprehension skills? I, I read that, I'm like, how could you have a problem with that? He said, he didn't come out and say, well, you, you dumb NFL, you got to finish tonight. I, I don't understand yeah. how people could not understand. Because people are ignorant. That tweet. People are ignorant. They, like you said, they don't understand reading comprehension. Okay, and, and, oh, again, that, but really, it's that, but really it's what, I, what I've said prior to that is they don't, let Skip, they don't like Skip Bayless, and I don't either. So they read the no, first couple either. of sentences, and then they stop. And they, they don't pay attention to what he's really trying to say. And then he, he followed up with a, you know, he tried to clean it up some an hour later. He says nothing is more important that this, than that young man's health. That was the, my, the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry that it was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and will continue, and will continue to. Another thing, I mean, we don't know about this. This is what I assume. Now, on, on Skip Bayless's tweet, we know what it was because we read it. People were acting like last night the NFL said, "All right, you got five minutes. Get your asses out there. We're going to play." But I don't think that was the case. I think they were just kind of. How do you handle? I think they were. They were had to give them a few minutes. I don't to think, out what to do. I don't think it was either. But I'll say this: when Joe Buck rolled out and said that, and he, they had John Perry, you know, the replay dude that has you know a, a bat line to the NFL offices that had to come from somewhere, right? It had to come from somewhere. So they were they were giving the indication or the impression that, hey, you know, these guys go to the locker room, they come back out and warm up, let's get, let's get this thing rolling. That was the impression that, that someone was led to believe, Joe Buck that was, by John Perry, who was, was led to believe that by somebody else. Who that was? I don't know, Chuck. I don't know, and I don't think that we ever will. I think that was something – that's something – will absolutely get buried because that does come across as very insensitive. Like, oh, so home, let's keep going. Yeah. yeah that's because last yeah, night, again, last night absolutely was not the time to try to continue they, that they, game. They made it kind of feel like that the coaches are the ones that said, no, we're not playing. The NFL is like, you better get out there and play. Uh, so you always make see, a funny ice. Somebody had a good one. They said, if that had been Harbaugh last night, he said, all right, get out there, let's go. You know, we got to. I got my khakis. Let's roll. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh, is the next Broncos coach? No, the next Panthers coach. Panthers coach. Oh, Panthers. Yeah. The next well, don't you think the Walton family could give him a lot more money, or will give him a lot more money? Go to Denver. Well, I think Denver is going to be Sean Payton. But they, but they, they are interviewing uh, Harbaugh. Are they? Yeah. They okay. Got, they got permission from Michigan to interview. Okay. Harbaugh. Yeah. And you know, I tell you what, man. You, I think. Uh, you're going to have a lot of college head football coaches in years past that might say, you know what, I'm not going to the National Football League. I can make the same money or more money here in college. And 
it's not a twenty-four, it's not a twenty-four-hour, twelve, you know, twelve-month, you know, year job. How the roles have reversed? That used to be the case before. It was hey man, you had recruiting season, you had spring ball, you had the season. But man, other than that, man, we had six months off, right? You had six months off. That's it. But now, with the portal, you know, you've got to recruit players. You've got to re-recruit your own players. You've got to recruit portal players. You've got to recruit families of, of players in the portal, families of, of players get an NIL deal. You've got to re, uh, talk to the boosters in terms of guys they're trying to give this money to that they want to have playing on the field. Man, there's no way in the world I'd rather be a college coach than I would a, an NFL head coach. My goodness how, how the roles have absolutely flipped. And, you know, so I can see yeah. now, Harbaugh, hell yeah, I'll go back in the National Football League. Why not? I, I think you'll have – I know you're going to get me for this one, but I can see Brian Kelly being approached by NFL teams. Chip Kelly may get approached again by NFL teams. Okay, so why not? I'm not going to jump you for that. I know I – Well, I know you know why I, I, I know, was I know. going with that. Okay, because but I'll take Napier over Brian you Kelly. You say never, never, <laughs> never. Why would an NFL – Are you actually going to say Kirby Smart? Kirby Smart, why not? I mean, are you – you know, success is success is success. I just, uh, you know what? I tell you what. We're, we're, you know, this is gonna, this is gonna shock Magic Matt Levay. Yeah, he's gonna be shocked. But we're sort of close to being on time here, break wise. So I'm gonna throw the poll question back out there, uh, and we'll break. When we come back, we'll talk. Let's talk about Kirby Smart, and we'll talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, and and then the college football semifinals. Uh, but and, well, talk Two good about, games. Those are rare. Oh, they was. Never I, happened before. Well, actually. remember, <laughs> look, um, I've got some. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Hick and Prost where they have the the Shazam moment. I've got some Barber and Associates moments. That's gonna. That's he's. They're our Shazam guys. Uh, I've got some stats that will blow both you guys' minds uh, when we come back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, remember the stat last week I threw out was of the 16 semifinal games, only three of the 16, or 22% of, uh, had been, had been uh, decided by fewer than 10 points. And you had two outstanding football games over the weekend. Michigan got jobbed. And Georgia, not only are they the best team in college football, they got a horseshoe stuck up you know where. They're the luckiest team alive as well. We're just going to all that and more from Dick Swing to the North Side on 10 to Excel. Compton and Company on 1010 XL. All right, so the things that are happening here at Dick Swing to the North Side, the NFL ticket every Sunday, flip night on Wednesday. We've got a little Texas Hold'em poker going on right now on Tuesdays. Uh, there's periodic live entertainment on the weekend, daily happy hour, daily lunch specials, you name it, all the things happening right here at the intersection of Yellow Bluff and New Berlin Roads. And as I tell folks on Flip Night, which is our typical home, roll in, sit at the bar between 7 and 9 o'clock, order a drink, guess head or tail. If your drink's free, or if you guess correctly, your drink is absolutely free. And since we're not working tomorrow night, Chuck, I may be belly up at the bar since I live a mile away from Dick's Wings and hanging out with a couple of drinks, and maybe I'll get lucky and, and guess correctly a time or ten. Not really ten. time or two or three. 
Um, poll questions out there are these. We've got some Kirby Smart Georgia Bulldog talk here in a few moments. Uh, poll question. Uh, Jaguars primetime against the Titans on Saturday night. Look, by the way, they should beat up the Titans. Yeah, now, I will – now, look, I'm – I'm still a little nervous because I'm I'm going to pull a Chuck Elliott here and I'm going to look at the stickers for a minute and I and I understand just how badly uh Tennessee or how how you know Tennessee look Tennessee's broken the Jaguars hearts in 99 obviously the Jaguars went 15 and 3 and all three losses were to the hated Tennessee Titans and Jeff Fisher said hey we've got a you know a couple of homes now including then Altel Stadium uh but this is what I'll say man the Tennessee Titans right now, um, I want to say they have 23 guys on IR. They've had 34 throughout the course of the year on IR. They're playing, they're playing an offensive line of two or three guys that shouldn't even be in the National Football League. Uh, they're scab players. Uh, they've got – their wide receivers are Traylon Burks who can't catch a cold, Robert Woods who's – a few injuries removed from the uh, the, the yeah, Los Angeles Rams. That they've got Derrick Henry. That's what they have. They got Derrick Henry, and and not much else offensively. And they're back this week. And, and yeah, he's back this week. And the defense is okay. The defense is okay. And, and but and the Jaguars' offense is playing against a rocket scientist and Joshua Dobbs. Who look, he's a journeyman quarterback. He's been there for 17 days, uh, and the Jaguars. And look, what I've been what's impressed me with the Jaguars is the last couple of weeks. Oh, by the way, it's the first time I'm gonna say I think since 2001 they've had back-to-back games with allowing no touchdowns, and they're game tackling again. It reminds me of that team I've seen early on in the season in the first few weeks of the preseason. That first team defense, I'm like, man, this is like a pack of dogs out there. I mean, they're game tackling. I see four or five guys run the ball carrier every single time, and that's what we've seen over the course of the last couple of weeks and the wins in New York and then obviously uh, uh, the, the win this past weekend in Houston. Um, poll questions. Tell us what they are, Matt. Give us where we where we stand thus far. And then I've got some Barber and Associates uh, stats that will blow you guys' minds. Well, we got some good ones out there so far. And, again, you can vote at 1010XL. On Twitter, our first question, would you have preferred the Jaguars to play Sunday night instead of Saturday night? Well, 52% say no, they like it as is on Saturday, and 48% say yes. So this one's pretty neck and neck right now, guys, between the Jaguars fans. That's kind of what we were expecting, too. I know we actually got to... Yeah, go ahead, Ron. And no, and I, yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's, it's dang near a 50-50 split. Well, even if 52, you're not. 52-48. And, and I'm, I'm all about Saturday. Now, I would say it'd be cool to say, man, that the Jags got their Sunday night game. Because they remember in 2018, they had a Sunday game scheduled against the Steelers. <laughs> but the Jags are so damn bad, it was, they were flexed out. Flexed it out. They were flexed out. And uh, it'd be cool to get flexed back into a Sunday night game. But that's okay. Look, but for me personally – Selfishly, I like it Saturday night. Whether I go to the game or we have a huge party and a house party and get after it, enjoy it, and hopefully celebrate a Jaguars win into the wee hours of the night. Well, even if you're not going to the game, 
It's so much easier to be in Saturday because, you know, Sunday, yeah, sure. hard to have people over, hard to drink, hard to tie one on because it's not going to get – Sunday night games might be at, what, 11.30, 11.15, 11.30. So that would be that's so much right. harder. Yep, that's correct. Yep. And we the other question is, again, uh, Mr. LeVay. Yeah, second one we put out there. Uh, if you had to win one playoff game right now in this moment, which of these quarterbacks are you going to take to win you that game 37% say Joe Burrow, 27% Tom Brady, 26% Josh Allen, and guys, just 10% with the old Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I wouldn't – there's no way in the world I want Aaron Rodgers quarterback in my team in the no postseason the unless they're playing the Dallas Cowboys because my club can't beat him. My club is also 0-7 against Tom Brady. Uh, but I would tell you, it'd be Brady than Burrow for me, and I'm close with that. Look, Joe Burrow last year – was sacked an NFL record, I think, 58 times in the regular season. Were they Carr? Yes. Yes. I thought Carr was like in the seven. No, I think I, I could be wrong. I think it was NFL record. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But either way, it's 58. And then the postseason, 19. 19. Uh, but the dude just kept getting up. He just kept getting up. It reminded me of Jerry Cooney. I'm sure not many people listening to our show right now knows who know Jerry Cooney is. He was the guy that fought Larry Holmes, and Larry Holmes just kept beating him to a pulp, and he kept getting up. Now, he lost, just like, you know, uh, Jimmy Brewer lost the Super Bowl last year, but he kept getting up, and they didn't lose the Super Bowl because of Joe Burrow. Well, the famous you know, the famous boxing reference, of course, would be uh, Larry Holmes. Tex Cobb. Randall Tex Cobb. That was the worst beat. Maybe that's who I mean. That's yeah. who I meant. Now, Maybe Cooney got Tex beat Cobb. around, but Cobb, remember Costello just, like, was beside yeah. himself and – I've never covered boxing because they would not stop the fight. I said but Cooney because down. Cooney was the great white hope. Yeah, they right? fought. They fought in June of '82. Yeah, um, boy, boxing was so big, so big back in the day. Um, and then look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Rogers because again, he's look coming off of the back-to-back MVP awards, but he hasn't done great in the postseason unless he plays the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Josh Allen. Look, man, uh, big-time player. He did everything he could to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs last year. But a flip of the coin cost him that game. And a bonehead decision by his coach to squib kick it uh, cost that game as well. And then, of course, uh, look, how can you not say Brady, man? I mean, and and now, look, (laughs) hey, look, Brady's back. I'm not happy about it. Again, if the Cowboys don't win the division – and in order to win the division, they have to beat Washington this week, and the Cardinals have to find a way to upset the Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers, which I don't see that happening. Brock's not bad. The latter of the two, I don't see that happening. I don't think uh, Trace McSorley is going to beat the Niners. I hope he does. But if it doesn't happen, the Cowboys will travel to the Bucks in Tampa a wild card weekend and face – Tom Brady, a guy they're 0-7 against. And now Tom Brady has incentive to be good again. Look, there's, I don't think there's any coincidence here. He was struggling a bit. Now, all of a sudden, uh, he's dating 28-year-old supermodel Veronica Ratchik, who, by the way, is man. I mean, hey, Giselle, you're decent-looking. Old Veronica here. She's a 28-year-old dime is what she is. And now Tom Brady has an incentive to really get after it, prove to his young girlfriend 
that old man still has it. The old man still has game. So, the, you know, I don't like that right now because that means when he plays my Cowboys, he's going to be he's going to have game. He live in Tampa. She from he's Jesus Shuttlesworth. He's I got he got game. She from Tampa. Ray Allen. I don't know where she's from. So I, I want to know. I think she's from South Beach, actually. I think she's from Miami, which that's where he'll be next year. And you'll be quarterback of the Dolphins next year. And you'll get on me asking stupid questions. So if, I want to know, and Matt, you can weigh in too, how did they beat us? Who made the first call? I want to know how this, how did they get together? Who was it? Maybe, hey, may, hey, maybe they met on Tinder. I would love to know who how was the, they Who met. was the quarterback that said, who, gosh, who was it recently? The, the, the current NFL quarterback. Man, who was it? Gosh, I want to say was it? Oh, was it? Was it Herbert? Might have been Justin Herbert. There's a there's a, a big time young starting NFL quarterback right now that met his current girlfriend slash wife on on like Tinder or Bumble or something. Well, I mean, she's not an actress in big time movies. So did Brady see her somewhere? I I I, I just think the inside story and stuff. I, I don't know, but good for him is all I can say. Good for Uncle Tom. And we never asked. People don't ask tough questions like I do. Well, good, for, good for Father Tom. What's I, interesting, I, you bring up a good point, Chuck. Like, for half of these, like, celebrity stories of, you know, these celebrities finding each other, whatever it is, I feel like it always comes down to two things. It's either there's, like, some celebrity dating app that a lot of them use. I forget the name. My wife's told me about it. But that's how a lot of them end up, like, matching out here is this – literally this specific dating app that's for people who are famous. That's essentially <laughs> what it is. And we don't have access to it. The other we know guys like us we never have access to that. But Chuck does. Chuck, yeah, Chuck would for sure with uh, with his following. There's no doubt about that. The second part of that is a lot of these guys, these athletes, and these people just slide into DMs these days. That's what mm-hmm. they do. I would be surprised if like she slid into Tom's DMs on Instagram, whatever it is. Like I bet you that's how it started. Dude, this is gonna drive me crazy thinking about the quarterback that either has a, he's either engaged or married to someone and they met on a dating app. Gosh, it's gonna drive. And I, and I don't think it was Herbert. Well, Herbert's it's, dating it's, some reporter who like. I don't know. She's a big time reporter out west. She works for either the NFL Network or something like that. So he is dating is someone her. famous. I'm telling you, there's there's a young stud quarterback that's really good that met his current girlfriend or wife, and she's the one that came out and said, I met him. Yeah, met him on a dating app, whether it was Tinder or Bumble or whatever the other Bumble, ones are. Bumble, I don't know. Bumble. All right, so here's a couple of Barber and Associates stats. And I promise after the break we'll on get her? into uh, – not on her. Oh, no. dang it. I wish they were on her, but they're not on her. <laughs> but we'll come back. We'll talk, we'll talk about uh, the, the Bulldogs. And, and um, here, here's something for, for just, Gator, just Gator fans only. Who has the more punchable face, Kirby Smart or Stetson Bennett? That would be a good poll question for Gator fans. They both have punchable faces. I hate them both. Uh, so how about this? Um, Nick Foles. Disastrous Monday night start for the Colts was just the latest chapter in what might be the weirdest career in NFL history. Okay, these are all true facts about Nick Foles. Super Bowl MVP, one of only two quarterbacks to beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, tied single-season NFL record with seven TD passes versus the Raiders in 2013, and set a single-season NFL record for touchdown-to-interception ratio in that same season, 27-2. to That would be 13.5-1. to is the ratio. These are also true, fra- true facts about Nick Foles. Nearly retired in 2016 before winning the Super Bowl after falling out of love with the game, was traded and replaced by a team he won the Super Bowl for, won zero games with the Jags after signing an $88 million contract, 
eight and seventeen as a starting quarterback for teams not named the Eagles. And then these are a few quarterbacks who Nick Foles has more playoff victories than. Boomer Sison, Dan Fouts, Cam Newton, Warren Moon, and Joe Namath. These are a few quarterbacks who have who have beat Nick Foles out for a starting gig. Case Keenum, Gardner Minshew, Mitch Trubisky, Andy Dalton, and Sam Ellinger. How about those stats? Here's something else for you guys. I'll ask you guys both both this question. The weirdest right. feat in the family there is. Uh, isn't it? I'm telling you, man. Okay, so our quarterback here locally, Mr. Trevor Lawrence, his 2022 current QB rating is 95.4. 95.4. So we played 16, 16 games, right? Right. 16 games. How many of those 16 games do you think his individual game QB rating has been in the 90s? The 90s are better just the 90s. No, just the 90s. I mean, what, I'm, what I'm saying is he's the overall 95.4 out of, and out of 16 games. How many of those 16 do you think he's had his rating has been in the 90s? I'm going to say zero. Okay, Matt? I'm going to say, so we are counting the hundreds, just 90s or above? No, or no, no, strictly no, in the 90s. 90s. In the 90s. Oof, I'm going to say, let's go with, I'll go with five. It is zero, Chuck. Dang. Is it really great or really He's, It's been bang or bust. He's got eight in the 100s. Okay. He's got, I think, I think two in the 50s, I believe. 50s? Uh, yeah, he does. Let me, see if I can, let me see if I can find I've got it. I've got it here somewhere. Oh, it's got to be like the Texans man. game for sure. The first Texans oh, yeah. game's yeah, got to be one of those. Yeah, I had like, it. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I got it. All right, so here we are. So... Give you game by game. The Commanders seventy five. The Colts one twenty one and a half. The Chargers one fifteen and a half. The Eagles eighty four. The Texans fifty four. The Colts one thirteen. The Giants seventy four point eight. The Broncos fifty two point two. Now the tear. One hundred nine. One hundred six. One twenty nine point eight. Then eighty two point six against the Lions. One twenty one against the one twenty two against the Titans. One hundred nine against the Cowboys. The last two weeks, 86.6 in a workmanlike effort against the Jets and that swirling wind, and then the Texans, a rating of 77. You know, one thing I've heard no one mention about when you think about this, <laughs> I've heard no one complain this week that, you know, man, if it was still a 16-game schedule, it would already be over and the Jags would be in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, that 17th game could get them. It could. It <laughs> absolutely could. Um, but, look, I um, – it's look yeah. – and days off, everybody talks about days off for a big deal. The Titans have three more days off. They're but they're no freshmen. good. Okay, well. I mean, look, this is this is what has to impress you with the Jaguars. Trevor didn't play well on Sunday. Look, he, he was he was missing high again. He threw the, the bad interception. It was absolutely on him. Um, but yet, the Jaguars went out there, and again, uh, the, the defense is – Suffocating, ETN had 100 plus yards at the half. He didn't play. He didn't see the field the second half. Um, and then Trevor played a series or two into the third quarter. They pulled him. CJ Beathard played the rest of the game, and the game was never in doubt. But this is the same Houston Texans team that was a play away from beating the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, 
and then took the Chiefs to overtime. Yeah. And the Jaguars went in it and just obliterated them. So, I mean, that's, that's when your quarterback doesn't play great, in fact, he played below average, really. Again, one pick, missed some guys high. I know he was 17 of 21, but yeah, he, didn't, he didn't play well. Even some of his completions were high. But uh, they still won uh, a no-doubter, right? So that, to me, is a sign of a good football team. And they've all bought in. And, and through 10 games apiece, the Jags were 3-7. and seven, The Titans were 7-3. and three. And the Titans have now, what, lost, what, six in a row? They are are eight. they 7-9? Yeah, they're 7-9. Right. They're 7-9. And, and the Jaguars are 8-8. Eight eight. They've lost six games in a row. So, by far and away, they right now on the worst skid of any team in the National Football League. That NFL loss. And they, and they come here. And they, the crowd's going to be 70,000 strong, all Jaguar fans. There's not going to be a bunch of Titans fans that have made the trip. This isn't going to yeah, be your 50, soft. 50, 60, 40, 70, 30. There may be four or 5,000 Titans fans in the stadium. Unlike Sunday, there's going to be 80% Cowboy fans to see the, uh, the you know, the retiring Sammy Balls. The, not Sammy Ball. Uh, what's it? Uh, Sonny Jurgensen. Sonny Jurgensen. <laughs> it's going to be all Cowboys fans. Yeah. In D.C. That is correct. Can't wait. Can't wait, is Bart Scott said. Can't now, wait. That would be, we haven't talked about that, but that would be, I would say amazing, but that would be crazy if the Cowboys come back and win that division. <laughs> well, okay, you know what? My boy, my older son has given me so much grief because I I was pulling for the Jaguars because it, I thought it meant something for the Jags and was meaningless for the Cowboys here in you know, the game here. As it turns out, it was just the opposite. I mean, yeah, the Jaguars, if they lose Saturday, they can still make the playoffs if the Jets beat the Dolphins, the Bills beat the Patriots, and the Browns beat the Steelers. Well, not now, right? I thought yeah. the Steelers beating yeah, – No, they only had to lose one of two. If the Steelers lose to the Browns, the Patriots lose to the Bills, and the Jets beat the Dolphins, Jack still again get in as a wild card. But, who, I don't, but my point is, it appeared that – that game here in Jacksonville, my older son has worn me out. He's Because now, look, if the Cowboys would have won that game, the Jaguars win Saturday, they still win the division, right, with, this, with the same record as the Titans. And had the Cowboys won that game and they win this, they'd have home field advantage throughout the playoffs because they'd have, you know, the overall record of 14-3 and three instead of 13-4. and four. So, needless to say, I, I have not – I would never live that one down. Ever, ever, ever. My son has worn me out. All right, poll questions as we break here are these, and we'll talk about Kirby Smart and the Dogs, TCU, the, with the upcoming game, because the next time we get together, that game will have played, which is next Monday night. We'll revisit the uh, semifinal games, which are doozies of games this past weekend as well. Uh, poll questions, are, again, are these. Um, would you prefer – this weekend's game to be on Sunday, or do you like the game being on Saturday night? And the other, if you had to go win one postseason game, who do you have? Brady, Rodgers, Burrow, or Allen? Again, I'm leaving Mahomes out because everyone would say Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not going to include Trevor Lawrence because, you know, he's local and he hasn't been in the postseason yet. So back to more after this from Dick Swings and the Northside on 10 XL. This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. 
And welcome back to Confident Company. Cool reminds folks, it is flip night tomorrow. Roll in between 7, and, seven to 9 o'clock to the bar area. Jackie will be bartending tomorrow night. Uh, Tiffany's behind the bar tonight. Um, but tomorrow is 7 to 9. Order a drink at the bar. Guess heads or tails. If you're right, the drink's absolutely free. Uh, and that's not the first drink or the last drink. That's the entire two hours of drinking. And, uh, and then Sunday, look, the NFL ticket. Uh, will be right here, as it is every Sunday at Dick Swings on the north side of Yellow Bluff and New Berlin Road. Daily, half, uh, daily happy hour every day, daily lunch specials, you name it, all things happening right here at Dick's Swings. All right, so poll question to get to these. Uh, would you rather the Jags play what, – what, on Saturday, which they are, or would you prefer it would have been moved to, well, if they would have got the Sunday night game? And then the other question is this. Um, one game winner take all, what quarterback would you rather have, Brady, Rodgers, Burrow, or Josh Allen? Um, I would still, I guess, roll with Tom Brady because he's done it, right? He's absolutely done it time and time again. Um, and look, in this this past weekend, again, he's got a 28 year old girlfriend he has to impress, and all of a sudden Brady's back to doing Brady things and 450 plus yards and four touchdowns. So, uh, so I would I would roll with Tom Brady. He's already impressed her. I don't think there's much more press than he has to do. Well, no, I get it. But he's hey, no, it's like hey, look what I I still got it because look, he he dated 28 year old, so he wants to prove to her, hey, I'm still young. I still got this. I, look, my birth certificate, my driver's license may say I'm 45, but oh, no, I'm still 25. If he loses in the first round, is she going to dump him or something? <laughs> I don't – probably not. And I hope he – you know what? I hope he, think you know what? He'll be just fine. And I hope, he, I hope he loses in the first round because it, more than likely he'll be facing the Dallas Cowboys, a team he's 7-0 and against. So the law of averages says the Cowboys win. Uh, you know, what typically happens – is the Cowboys lose? Yeah, they find a way to uh, <laughs> to blow it every Yeah, yeah. All right, so boy, I, it's been nice doing the show with you, Chuck and Matt. It's been real. But I said about eight or nine weeks ago, and Chuck, you said I could call in uh, from there. But I'm moving to Alaska. I, I said I was moving to Alaska if the if the Georgia Bulldogs went back to back. And damn, man. Might, might not. Well, I mean, look, it, it appears they are. <laughs> Did you think no you beat Michigan? <sighs> no, I didn't. But it took a lot of stuff to happen. I mean, look, Michigan got screwed in that game. Yeah. I was, okay. I was, Two I was, times. Twice. Twice. They, look, the, 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 uh, the pass early. Oh, yeah. I don't with a touchdown. Okay. He didn't have complete possession until he was into the end zone. Uh, next play, Michigan fumbles, TC recovers. Oh, shouldn't have fumbled. All right, well, sure, I, I get it. He shouldn't have fumbled, but it shouldn't have, he, should have never, he should have never had an opportunity to fumble because it was a touchdown. And then, at the end of the game, it was targeting. It was targeting. Yeah, how do they look at that and go, that was not targeting? I have no idea. I think that's just they don't, have want, no idea. They don't want that to make a call that could affect the outcome of the game. Yeah. Although, you would think Michigan was the favorite, so you would think they'd yeah. want to give them every yeah. 
And then the two pick sixes, that, you know, that Michigan threw as well. Uh, so it took a lot of things to ha- to happen to to get teased. We know that quarterback's to, kind of victory. A, he's kind of full of himself, didn't he? I think he made a comment that he's on his, you know, he's like seven Super Bowls behind Brady. Well, yeah, you got to Duggan. Yeah, well, he's kind of a. Here's what's jerk. crazy: is he? Uh, I mean, I mean, things could change. Maybe he has his pro day to combine and. You know, his, his status, uh, you know, it increases a bit in terms of what they think of him. But right now, he's considered a third-day pick. I know he's a Heisman finalist, and he's you know, going to go toe-to-toe with with uh, punchable face Stetson Bennett, punchable face Kirby Smart. Um, I get that. But, uh, he, he look, he wasn't even the starting quarterback Week one for TCU, he was he wasn't he was Sonny Dykes takes over first year head coach, and he was relegated to the bench, and uh, he didn't pout though he he hung in there and ended up obviously uh, you know winning the starting gig uh, into the season, but um, look man, they are facing a machine, right? Um, and, and this is what I'll say, man, about about Georgia. Look, I, I hate Georgia. I told you, hate's a strong word. But I do hate George. I hate him with a passion. And, look, the fans will be insufferable. I mean, they're all over the place. And I get it. I mean, look, we're, we're here in Jacksonville, Florida, and, and Gator fans are as well. So I understand. Look, um, 40 years of nothing, right? 40 years of, of uh, not winning anything. But uh, now they're on the verge of going back-to-back, one of which will include a, an unblemished season, something Florida's never had. Uh, Florida's obviously never gone back-to-back either. So I hate Georgia. I hate everything about Georgia. I do. But you've got to give them their due. And, and this is what I'll say, man. Um, you know, the, the game against Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr., obviously. And give Ohio State credit, man. Um, they could have rolled him back out there. He wanted to go back out. They could have said, oh, yeah, he, they could say, oh, yeah he, passed, he passed concussion protocol. He's good. He can play. But, no, they were. it was about the safety of the player over winning the football game. Uh, so I give Ohio State and Ryan Day credit for holding him, keeping him out because uh, for safety reasons, right? So good for Ohio State for doing that. Um, and by the way, I don't like them either. Okay, I don't like them either. But you've got to give those guys credit. Uh, but between last year, both Alabama receivers, um, you know, uh, getting hurt, not playing. Um, this year, Marvin Harrison Jr. and then the the timeout, the Kirby Smart, uh, you know, astutely called when he did, when they were down 38-27. Ohio State faced a fourth down near midfield. Uh, It was a conversion that was going to happen. But Kirby Smart seen it. Whether someone rolled into his headset or he seen it, he called a timeout, and that was the difference in the game. Uh, right there. And that, Chuck, though, and Matt, it's about his feel for the game, right? His feel for the game, 
which also translates to attention to detail, which translates to attention to recruiting and transfers, attention to building a great, uh, a great coaching staff, and also to winning every day in every way. Right? That's what that does. See, that's what he is. I don't like him. All right? Again, he's got a, a head the size of the state of Texas, and I'd love to punch him right in his head. I would. I would. But damn, is he good. Right? I mean, he is, man. And look, they've got the best players. Uh, they've got a good coaching staff. Todd Munkin is an outstanding offensive coordinator. He plays chess uh, when other guys are playing checkers. He's got a, a, a good defensive coordinator, Will Muschamp, and the other young dude that's on the staff as well. Can't think of his name at the moment. But he's got a good staff along with excellent players. Uh, and I don't like it. Yeah, and about those two semifinal games, I have two questions for you. Number one, that was rhetorical. Did you enjoy both games? <laughs> well, yeah, I enjoyed game number one, and I no, enjoyed not the outcome of the two, but the game itself. Yeah, no, they were they were entertaining games to watch. Sure, sure, but the second so, game, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, again, the Georgia Bulldog program, after forty years of suffering, they now have a horseshoe. Sticking up, you know what? They well, do, man. Gosh, it, it just sucks because I'm, I'm, again, I, I said, I said before, I'm moving to Alaska. I'm leaving because they're insufferable. I'm gonna go. I'm leaving. All right, Chuck, Madison, show. I'm out. Well, I'm checking out. I don't. I can't I, deal I, with it. Well, uh, my second question. I'm leaving you in my trap. I can't. How wait. many times are both those games? You say, boy, those NIL deals yeah. are just <laughs> ruined by enjoyment. Look, you know, you know what the NIL deals are? They're something for you and everyone else to talk about. Out you feel? Then you know what? You're, you're, they you're, don't. You're, they, okay. Did you? Oh, you I can't wait. Oh, I'm gonna jump all over this. I'm jumping all over this. You never thought about the NIL deals or anything. I'm games. jumping all over this. All Let right. me tell you about the NIL. Now, three or four years from now, the NIL will be different. There will be there will be uh, uh, you know rules and regulations. There'll be some there'll be some different things in place. The NIL as we know it now will be far gone. It'll be different four or five Hard years. Okay, you're not putting toothpaste back in the right. tube. I get that, but there will be changes. There will be change. Players will still get paid, whether they become employees of the universities, whether they have salary caps, whatever they do, there will be changes being made. But here's the deal, man. All right, so school, and this is what's tough for the Floridas and Florida states of the world, right? Okay, so here's what you have, man. Boy, we're up. Man, we're way over. Man, we're way over again. Um you know what? I'll break. I'm going to break here. We're going to come back, and I'm going to t- we'll talk about NIL and the portal, and we're, uh, it's not the same playing field when it comes to Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State, and all the others. And I'll explain that, what I mean by that, after this, and Dick Swings in the north side on 1010 XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Compton & Company, coming to you from Dick's Wings of the North Side on 1010XL on this Tuesday night edition. Uh, 641-1010, 641-1010, text line, phone line's open to you. Uh, flip night is tomorrow from 7 until 9 o'clock right here at Dick's Wings. Sit in the bar area, gets heads or tails, 
Uh, when you order a drink, if you're a Craig, the drink is absolutely on the house. How about 40 years today, Chuck Kelly? Tony Dorsett had a 99-yard run against the Vikings on Monday Night Football. And you know what's odd about that play? I didn't realize it was that late in the year. I Is didn't a playoff either. game? No, it was not a playoff game. They have. So 40, okay, they started so, the season later back then. Well, no, here's what happened. It was a, <laughs> okay. strike, it was a strike year, remember? So remember when they came back, they extended the season. They only played nine games, but they extended the season. Was that right? Yeah. Four yeah. years ago, really? 40, yeah, 80, 82 seasons. So this, 40, 83, yeah, they oh, extended okay. the season. They played okay. nine games. Okay. Remember the Cowboys played the Bucks in the playoffs that year? Yeah. In Dallas. Thanks for reminding me of that. I didn't realize it was that. Well, no, I think the uh, Cowboys. Did we win that one? Yeah, because in the NFC Championship game, they either the Redskins. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's. Cool. And I, gotta I get, was thinking of 79. I got to get bad. props to the Cowboys because, you know, in the 82 season, the Cowboys are the only team that beat the Redskins that year. They, the Redskins were 8-1 in a regular season. Of course, beat the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but anyway, here's what's the, the, the irony of that, of that play. The Cowboys only had 10 guys on the field. Robert Newhouse was supposed to be on the field at fullback, and he was going to get the carry at the one-yard line, but he wasn't there, so the, Danny White had to hand it off to Tony Dorsett, and he ran with 99 yards for a touchdown. Now, a side note to that, go back and watch that play and pay attention. Have you noticed, I I noticed this 40 years ago, but this was the Metrodome, did you did you notice like all the yard lines, they weren't, it's like they, they didn't put solid striping on. It's like, it looked like some half-hacked high school field. I mean, the way the stripey went all the way. I mean, we're talking NFL field. I know it's 40 years ago, but I'm like, what in the world? But, we, uh, oh, but you know, we haven't mentioned Uche Minari, former Jaguars guard, number 77, 38 years old, uh, passed away yesterday. I've got a buddy of mine, my buddy Billy, who does audio video work, or did for years. Uh, he did a bunch of work with Uche Unari, and he – Told me a bunch of Uche stories. He and Uche went to Las Vegas together. Uche, Billy, and Vegas. Eugene Monroe. Yeah, went to Vegas together to a couple of shows. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure did. And he's uh, – <laughs> They went together they saw each other? Right? No. They went they actually together. actually went on the same trip together. They went on the it's, same okay. plane together, hung out together for the entire time. Yes, okay. that's correct. And uh, he said Uche was an absolute storyteller as far as he loved to tell stories and hear a story. Just a, just a great dude. So I just wanted to uh, mention that uh, as well. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, obviously, you know, you've all heard, a lot of you seen it last night, uh, you know, collapsed after the collision slash tackle of T. Higgins. Uh, good news, and hopefully uh, we'll continue to trend in the right direction. Uh, he's now, uh, he, you know, from he's down from 100 to now just needing 50% oxygen. Now, again, a long road to hoe, a long way to go. You want to be like in the 90s, you know, as far as completely breathing on your own uh, in the 90s, and that, that would be normal, but he's trending uh, in the right direction. So from 100% to 50% in 24 hours, uh, that, 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 that's, again, going in the right direction. And as far as you know, the Toy Drive's foundation raised over $5 million, so there'll be a lot of, a lot of lives touched. Uh, from that alone, and, and uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what the NFL does uh, with the game that was postponed last night. I've got a hunch they're, they're going to try to find a way to play that. Um, now, there is a scenario uh, that as far as game results this weekend, that the game could be irrelevant. 
Now, I think it, you know, in the NFL's perfect world, that were, that that would happen, and they could just, you know, cancel the game. Um, odds are that's not going to be the case, and they'll have to play it. And I and I, you know, and who 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 knows? I mean, well, that like Kansas City lose? I, I'm not sure exactly all all the all the, the games, Chuck. But I do I do know there's a scenario where the, the game could be deemed uh, irrelevant. Um, but um, I mean, I, I think. You know, the, again, it's not going to be played this week. The, the games this week aren't going to be moved. So the only thing that can really be done outside of not playing it is pushing the playoffs back a week, and that being the standalone game next weekend. That's the only thing that can be done if, if they if they were to to play it. Now, before the break, we're talking about the, the college football playoff, the semifinals, and, and you said I walked right into your trap. That's and right. I enjoyed the game. Uh, the NIL is crushing college football. Okay, well, this is what it's doing to college football. It is, is this, Chuck. It is hurting the brand. Um, here's what you have, man. You've got the Georgias, Ohio State, and Alabamas of the world. They don't have to give huge NIL money, Chuck. They're different. You know, what they what they tell players, hey guys, look, yeah, sure, you you know, you can go take, you know, a couple million dollars right now, a million dollars, whatever they offer you. Um, right now, you can look at the little small screen. Or you could roll into Tuscaloosa, Columbus, Athens. We'll give you some NIL money. It won't be quite what you can get at Texas A&M or Miami or wherever. But what you will do is play for championships. We develop guys, and we pitch you into the league. Right? So they have that, they have that built-in advantage. They, they've, got, they've got that trump card. They throw that deuce of spades down and say, here's my trump card. I'm going to develop you and pitch you into the league, and you'll make many more millions by coming here. Well, okay, so that's that's what you have there. Then you have the the Texas A&M of the world that the locker room imploded with all those five stars because you've got guys they're playing they're paying seventeen year old kids millions of dollars that have never done anything, while you've got a bunch of players that have been there for a few years that are getting little to nothing and it's causing a mutiny. And we talked about this I, I said this was going to happen a year ago. And you said, oh, it's not going to happen. Well, it has happened. It happened down in South Beach in Miami. Paid all these guys money and you have players quit on their coaches, jump in the portal. They don't give a damn because there's again, a bunch of infighting amongst teammates. And then you'll have another layer. You'll have, you know, say Arkansas or, or South Carolina or UCF, Illinois, whomever. Say, so you know what? We don't have the money to go get all these players. But you know what? Like USC, they go, they go buy Michael Tarkin. He transfers from Florida to go to USC, an offensive lineman, a guy that's a solid football player. Ethan White jumps into portal at Florida. Second team All SEC, a, a player that Florida would certainly like to keep. Florida's lost 23 guys to the transfer portal. Six guys uh, early interest into the draft. Four more that graduated. It's 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have 25 thus far between portal uh, commitments 
and uh, guys they've signed or guys that signed in their early signing period. So they're still minus eight. So now, so you've got players, you know, it's, you know, bunch of money, right? Bunch of money, but you know uh, they don't have they're not guys in the league, and that's where all the fighting is happening. Hell, in Tennessee, Tennessee, you had your starting quarterback get to a fight with Jeremy Banks, defensive player, before the week leading up to the South Carolina game about NIL money. And then the coaches supported your quarterback. The players were in defense of your defensive player. And then all of a sudden, South Carolina scored more touchdowns in that game than they had damn near all year because Tennessee laid down. They laid down. So you've got a bunch of stuff at work here. So the NIL is going to absolutely ruin some locker rooms because you can say what you want to. And we, football absolutely is the ultimate team sport. It sounds cl- cl- cliche-ish, but you know what? In the NBA, college basketball, one guy can take over a game and put up 50 points to so, go win one so by you're himself. you Tennessee – Still a chance to, to make the playoffs laid down. Yes, they laid down. Uh, I don't quite know if I totally buy that. Though. I'm not saying they say, hey, let's go out and lose. But the players were all in. Well, then I look at it like well, that, that led to, if that's true, then that led to an upset. So I think that makes it more exciting. Again, that's NIL, that's NIL at work. But That's the name, image, and likeness. At it, and how is it ruin your enjoyment of watching the game? Okay. It will. It will. It absolutely will. Wait, how? How? So, how? Because you know, okay. All right. As a fan and as a follower of the University of Florida, okay. To you, you may say, "Oh, you know, I love this. I you love." Might all, benefit I, I, from it. Florida might benefit from sure, it. Sure, they some might. Some years it bites them. Some years they benefit. But the, but the days of an NFL sport. Or professional sports, oh, man, guys are leaving all the time, free agency, whatever. But at least in college, you know, you have your guys four or five years or whatever. They're, they're our guys. They're here, blood, sweat, tears. They love the university. Yeah, they may get a, a car here, a little handshake there, whatever. Man, they're gators. They're knolls. They're dogs. With the NIL, they don't give a rat's ass. You may have a, a, a small percentage they're all in, and they're going to stay at their school for four or five years or whatever. But for the most part, drop me that bag, dog. Drop me that bag. I'm out. And it sucks. It Why? does. It, it does Why? suck. It Why does. Do you, Why do you care? It, the games are still exciting. Who cares? Why do you care what they're getting? You know. It, it's change, ever changing roster. Matt, help me out here, Matt. You yeah. some talk, years, some years is going to bite. Talk some if you're a fan of Matt. Come on, Matt. I don't know help if I can do here. that. It's, I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, how does it, it hurt your enjoyment of watching college football? That's, you know, it doesn't. Well, I'll watch. <laughs> Absolutely, I'll watch. But there's certain things. There'll be a certain part of it, you know, fan base this segment. So you know what, man? This man, forget this, man. I mean, people love the. You know, the, the again, what separated college sports from professional sports, it was deemed amateurish. And, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was different. 
It's now no different. It hasn't been amateur for a long it's time. It's now no different. No, it ha- no, that's that's incorrect. It's sure, been many, sure, there were some below board. No, time. that's incorrect. Here's my example. Okay, so you could have, and I've, 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 I've given this example before. You could have a husband or a wife that are cheating on their spouse. Okay, um, but yet you say, you know what? You can fool yourself into believing, man, that's not really happening. I'm good. We're good. You can, you can, your, your mind's a powerful thing, be good or bad. You can convince yourself that's not happening. It, it's, it's okay. All right, here we go. Same thing. Sure. All right, you know. Yeah, man. You know what? It's 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 yeah, it's kind of professional anyway. All these guys are getting paid, whatever. But you can convince yourself, no, that's not happening. These guys, they got another university. It's still college sports. We're different from the NFL. We're different from the NBA. But no, now it's not. Now now it's above board, and everybody's on the take. But you we're all getting paid. But you know it hasn't been different. You know but that. it has been. It has been different. It has been so. Where this guy gets ten million dollars. Now it's it's up front. Hey, you know what? Uh, hey, dude, uh, you can go be a second-round draft pick, or and, and make you know, uh, you know, you know, sign a bonus of a you know, million dollars, or we'll give you two million dollars a year to stay in college. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! I mean, it's just it's, you, it's gross. It's just gross. But you still watch it, and uh, you will continue to watch it. Now, when the day comes that you're you. You you join my side and watch like the Gilmore Girls or Pamper and Son or the college football, then I'll listen to you. But you're not doing that. You're still watching. It doesn't it doesn't uh, ruin your. Watching. Matt, what what says Matt before we take our final break of the night? What says Matt? We got games picked, by the way. You know. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back and pick games too. Well, here's another funny thing. We just got a caller saying uh, wanted to put some input in, but he just hopped off, so I didn't get to hear you guys. What was what was yeah? I was just going to get some help then to help Chuck. He needs he needs. But some, it doesn't. But okay, so you quit. So, Chuck, you watch well, less college football. So, I don't, so we have someone. Uh, we have someone chime in. Yeah, no, we. Well, yeah, he I just hopped off. He just wanted to say that well, he was actually chiming in about our poll questions. He was saying Tom Brady is overrated and uh, he has no business <laughs> being a part of our Tom poll. Tom Brady overrated. Apparently, after this season, he's overrated. Hmm. Well, you know. I think I could be wrong here. Again, I've been wrong a lot my life. That's my ex-wife. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've been wrong a lot. Um, I think Tom Brady leads the NFL in passing yards right now. I'm pretty sure he leads the National Football League in passing yards this year. I don't mean overall because he does, obviously, career-wise. Uh, no, Drew Brees. Is this Drew Brees number one or Tom Brady passed him? I thought Brady passed him. I think Brady passed him, too. But Brady leads in everything career-wise. But now all of a sudden this year, again, he's got a 28-year-old girlfriend that's got him some extra incentive, and he's got to want to, and he's he just had a 400-plus-yard you know, passing day for a touchdown this Here's past weekend. Here's a crazy weekend. stat that I heard the other day. You know Tom Brady in his career has never started a game where his team has been out of playoff contention? Really? Not that. <laughs> but he's overrated. So never been a game where wow. there is, they, there's no chance of them making the playoffs for that year. Obviously, you know, it was the 2000 – with 2008 when you got hurt in the first, like, first quarter of the first game. Yeah, no. Patriots went 11 and Yeah, five. and you had um, – uh, What was his name? From USC, the USC quarterback that never started a game at USC. Yeah. Hadn't started since Not high Kate. school. Uh, who was his name? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. He played uh, Kansas City. Yep. That's correct. They went 11 and 5. 11 and 5 that that's year. That's when correct. people were saying – And well, the Dolphins won the division that year, right? No, the Dolphins lost to the – the Bills? The Jets won the division. Really? I think that 
baby. I, I, I thought, the, I thought the Dolphins. It wasn't were the Bills. Did. It wasn't the Bills. That's for sure. Remember, the Bills were a long time without doing anything. It might have. Maybe the Dolphins did win. You might be right. Okay. I think yeah, the I think Dolphins right. won the division. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't. I cannot believe that uh, I can't name? come up with a quarterback. I'm, I'm sure there's people listening. It's gonna tweet Matt Castle. Matt Castle. There you go. Matt Castle. Good job. Good pull, Chuck. <laughs> I didn't Good look at him. I did not look at him. You did not look. Oh, I was wrong. I, my bad. My bad. Uh, passing yards. Hold on. Uh, Brady's second. Tim Mahomes. No, this year. Oh, this year. This yeah, year. Mahomes at 5,048, and Brady's got 4,610. So, he, he's he's second. He, yeah, he, he's second in the NFL in passing yards, but he's washed. He's no good. He's overrated. Well, we were talking about a month ago. Could this be the end of Brady? Finally. It's not. He'll be in Miami next year. You know, he'll be hanging out with his new girlfriend. Back up Aaron Rodgers. Hey, he'll be, yeah, okay. <laughs> he'll be on the beach with his new girlfriend. Oh, he'll move on by then. I think he'll hang out with this one for a little while. Three Instagram models down the road. Yeah, right no. no. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think Tom and, and young uh, Veronica will be hanging out for a while again, you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. You know, I don't, 28 and a smoke show. Why wouldn't he? Why would, why would you move on from that so soon? That's true. I mean, that's true, but it'd be silly to do such a thing. thing All right, we'll come back, final segment, pick games, give you on this day in sports, and much more for this from Dick Swings on the North Side on 10 to next This is Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to close it out from Dick Swings on the North Side, Chuck Elliott. Matt LaVey, your silly Ron Compton. Glad to have you along with us. We'll remind folks tomorrow night, flip night, which are usually, which we're usually here on Wednesday night, between the hours of 7 and 9 o'clock, hang out in the bar area, have a drink, get heads or tails. If you're a crick, the drink is absolutely on the house. Chuck Elliott will pay for it. Chuck's got plenty of money. All the autographs he's signed tonight, like 10 bucks a pop, right? So you got $10. So you got $10. Get $10. I hear the music. Let's pick some games. We'll do that, and then we'll close on this day in sports and some birthdays. So what do you got, Chuck? Where are we? How did we do the last week? So last week we all went two and three. Obviously, that sixth game is still to be determined. So I went two and three. You and I are tied still at at 50 and 52. And, Matt, you're two behind, hanging right at 48 and 54. But everything's I'm still so every, disappointed Everyone's myself. right here together. I was like 25 games over 500 last year against the spread and made people money. I'm losing gonna, I'm losing people money this year. So we're going to jump around. Dang we, it. We start Sunday night. The Lions at the Packers, Lambeau Field. The Packers by four and a half. Man, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Lions win. I don't want the Lions. I don't want – here's the deal. So here's what stinks. The Cowboys are, if they win their division, they'll probably end up playing. If the Niners win, the Cowboys win, the Eagles lose. The Cowboys are stuck hosting the Packers. Rodgers, if there's one team he owns, it's the Cowboys. If the Cowboys don't win, or they don't win the division, rather, the reward is going to Tampa. They've never beat Brady. I'm, I'm so torn here. But give me the Packers. I'll lay the point. Give me the Packers minus four and a half at home. Yeah, I pull up for the Lions. I like the Lions yeah. to play all season. I, I, I thought their coach was an idiot, but hey, 
He's turned out to be decent. Give me, give me the Packers. He's eating people's knees and stuff. Matt, who do you have? You know what? I like the uh, four and a half there. I think the Packers win by three, so give me Detroit to cover. Oh. All right. I hope you're I right. Hope you're I, right. Hope, I, hope, I actually hope you're wrong. I hope, I hope that they that Detroit wins and they do more than cover, but they win. I'd they like that, lying. too. Next, we're going to a team that hasn't won a game since, I think, November 1992. The Dolphins. Oh, my God. What, a, what an awful. They suck. They lost with five in a row. Yeah, I mean, they're the only team that's lost. I read before. today. I don't know if you ever know if it's like an onion story. Yeah. That, that Mike McDaniel's job made me in jeopardy. Really? That would be something. But anyway, the Jets at the Dolphins. The Dolphins by one. Hey, the, hey, the only team that's lost more games in a row than the Dolphins. Tight, tight. That'll change. Um, you know what? Jets. I don't Give know. Who's playing Corey? I think Mike Bridge. Oh, Cambridge. Bri- no, he's out. He's out. Oh, too. Skyler Thompson. You got Skyler Thompson, baby. Okay. Skyler Thompson. Give me the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I'm taking a Jets, but I hope I'm wrong. But I'm frustrated. Another year down the tubes. All right, Matt, who do you have? I'm going to have to agree with both of you. Give me the Jets to cover that. Yeah, if you have the Jets beat you, that's pretty pathetic. It's pretty bad. It might happen. All right, this is an odd line. Mike White, baby, the Mike White Express. This is kind of an odd line. The Cowboys, who have kind of everything to play for at the – What's their new mascot, Tutty or something? You see their new mascot? The it's, it's like General Tutty, right? General Tutty. The red, it's like the a pig with like I'm a, still going to say the Redskins. So, Y'all say the Commanders. The line and the, the, the Redskins slash Commanders slash whatever. We're out of it. Team. The line is Dallas by, I'd say, by only five and a half. That seems kind of low to me. I got one thing to say. How about them Cowboys? Cowboys? Yeah, I know you're picking. Yeah, I got to go with Dallas, too. That's just, I think the Redskins, Commanders have packed it in for the year. Hey, before Matt goes, here's a funny here's a funny stat for you. So Dak Prescott, I think has 14 interceptions on the year. Seven of them have been balls that have been dropped slash tipped tip the wide receivers and tight ends. Seven were balls that should have been caught. They were intercepted at 14. So All give right. me the, yeah, give me the Cowboys. There you got it, Matt. You know, if Washington would have won this weekend, I'd be inclined to say it would be maybe pretty close. But no, the Cowboys should easily win this. Give, give me the Cowboys in that line. Ron Rivera may get fired, by the way. Ron Rivera may get fired. He's no, been they're average. Changing, they're changing ownership. They probably won't fire a coach when they're changing ownership. No, your new owner. You, it, it he looks, might get fired. But new no, owner would take a new owner. Well into next no, year. a new owner may roll in with a new GM well, and a new well head coach. Well, next year after free agency and draft. No, it I could think, happen. I think they fire both. Could happen. So, I'm, I just have search for games here. So, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. Okay, the Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles by 14. I guess the Giants had nothing to play for, right? They can't they can't improve or lose seeding, I suppose. Is that correct, I think? Is that I correct? That's a big line. I mean, Giants are in a, they're locked into playoffs. I don't know if their seeding can improve. That stinks. That's a lot of points. So give me the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to take this points as well and give me the New York, the New York football Giants. I guess Hurts is back this week. He, it's, they think he may play, but it's not 100%. That's a lot of points. Giants aren't great. They're not terrible. A lot of points. All right, Matt. You know what? I uh, I think the Giants are going to be sitting a lot of people. Screw it. Give me the Eagles to cover this. I got to get a game up on you guys here. I'll do the old you game picker up. That's, your, that's your team, too, though. You got to go with yeah, them. That's true. Game. That's true. All right, next we're going to go all, all over the road here. We go fast forward to Monday night. TCU at the Bulldogs. Mm. Bulldogs. But the line's going down. You know, before the games were played last week, the line, you know, they had like an if these two teams play. Yeah. TCU. Georgia's a 15-and-a-half-point favorite of TCU. Now it's down to 12-and-a-half. 
I'm going on the theory that semifinals are great, which means it's going to be a garbage title game. So give me Georgia. Go ahead, man. Yeah, this is one of those games where it's just too much talent on that Georgia sideline. Give me Georgia to cover that. You know, man, you you can't outcoach recruiting, right? You can't outcoach recruiting, and I hate it. I hate it, and I, yeah, you know, I, I just I just want to throw up in my mouth like three or four times. But I'm going to take Georgia as well and root like hell against them. Ah, oh, gosh, I just I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. But I've got to take Georgia. I mean, look, they're they're just they're so much better, man. They're so much better. All I can hope is they've there's been so much pressure on them this year to, to go through this to go through this schedule, and I hope like heck that it it gets them. But I don't think it will yet. I think yeah, Georgia, great. And next, here's where I make up a game on you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tennessee and Jacksonville, six and a half. The law of averages. Tennessee has to play a good game. Go ahead, Chuck. Some, oh, you take Tennessee. This is easy. Matt, Tennessee. what do you got, Matt? You know Not what? necessarily win, but to stay within six and a half. I think Tennessee is atrocious right now. I, give, me, give me the Jags to cover. Look, again, Tennessee, 23 players on IR. Okay. They've got dudes playing on the offensive line that, that would, wouldn't otherwise be in the league. It's a terrible football team. They've got a pretty good defense. They've got Derrick Henry and nothing else. And the Jags are rolling, man. Why's the line only six and a half? I don't know. That's the NFL. I don't know. The Jags are rolling, dude. The Jags are rolling. So give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll be celebrating into the wee morning hours of Sunday night, baby, or Saturday night, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, I should say. All right, so there we go. There's our picks. So real quickly before we get out of here, on this day in sports, 1920, the Boston Red Sox baseball club owner, Harry Frazee, announced an agreement to sell slugger Babe Ruth to the Yankees for $125,000 in cash and a $350,000 loan. The start of the 84-year curse of the Bambino. That's a big one. How about this? Um, Subway, somehow, the Cleveland Indians slash Guardians need to hire C.U. Epstein in some capacity. Why? Why is that? Because he ended the curse of the Bambino. Then he engineers uh, the Cubs to their first World Series in forever. Which ended what? 2016. Yeah, but which ended what curse? You're talking curses. What's it called? The Billy Goat. Oh, the Billy Goat. Okay, and then now <laughs> if he goes to Cleveland, they can end that curse as well. Dang it, I hear the music. And also the Black Cat, too, right? Wasn't the Black Cat, wasn't that the Cubs also? That may have been the best. Okay. Yeah. So we got 30 seconds. I have no time to go over any of this other stuff. Hey, uh, look, thoughts and prayers still out. Uh... To the DeMar Hamler family, he his oxygen levels improved. He was 100% now. He's down to 50. Let's hope tomorrow it's even further down. Uh, look, for, for fine folks here at Dick Swings, for Magic Matt LeVay, for Chuck Elliott, I'm Ron Compton. Until next week sometime, see ya!